My name is Sandy Cowan, and I'm here to share with you how the joys of friendship and being connected have been threads tying my life together for over seven decades. The role friends play, the value they bring, and the richness they add to a person's life can easily be taken for granted. Yet for me, those connections now come in many forms, and they've been inspirational. As a former entrepreneur, marketing consultant, and expert on holistic healing, I'm now a reluctant medium, an author, and speaker. I've also found myself reflecting on my unexpected life and how the value of friendships were critical to that journey. When I was a little girl, I was an only child, and at five had learned in a most shocking way that I was adopted. No one ever told me why or how or that I was chosen. It was just a fact, a fact that was too devastating for my young mind to grasp, so I blanked it out completely. Only when I was 18 was that fact reconfirmed to me by my parents. So for the 13 years prior, I lived with a deep knowing that I didn't belong where I was. I didn't even look the part. As a youngster, I was a tall, blonde-haired, and blue-eyed kid with parents who didn't look the least bit Scandinavian. No doubt about it, I was growing up feeling disconnected. My friendships were the blessings in my life. I must have had seven or eight best friends, and I adored them all. These friendships made me feel a part of something, and each of those relationships enriched my life. As I grew into adulthood and my life changed, friends always remained important. We may not have seen each other often, but I knew they were always there. Throughout my life, I also discovered that I wasn't very good at picking husbands, so I had more than one. It was my second marriage, though, that gave me the greatest sense of belonging. I adored Bob's family and felt immediately connected. In fact, I retained the Cowan name, even though I had one more final union. But the best part of being a Cowan was becoming a mother for the first and only time. I was 25 when my son John was born, and I was beside myself with joy, and my connection with John was instant and strong. Yet I was never destined to be a stay-at-home mother. Throughout my life, I always worked, except for John's first two years. And after that time, I became a single mother. Working was a necessity. Through work, I made some new friends, but most were superficial. Only a couple lasted for decades. You know, it's funny how the lasting friendships seem to be based on some kind of an instant recognition, a history together, or a sense of trust that develops over time. We don't always find that same connectedness with our immediate family, but all relationships are meant for our personal growth. Still, it's the true friendships that are the best. My career was in the advertising and public relations field, which was loaded with pressures and stress and daily deadlines. I had made a name for myself while I was quite young, so it wasn't long before I went out on my own. 
still in my 20s and quite frankly ill-equipped for the multitude of reasons, but perhaps the most important, I knew nothing about running a business and I was also undercapitalized. That financial pressure of a rapidly growing company in a pressure cooker industry consumed time, precious time. So my friendships fell away over those very challenging 20 plus years. It was the first eight years that were the worst, since it was year nine before I actually took a vacation. My lifestyle was dreadful. Remember, I was in the advertising business. So if any of you ever watched Mad Men, you know what I mean. Everyone drank too much, smoked cigarettes, and our lives were consumed by stress. The pressure of trying to be a super mom, a good wife, with a final husband by this time, and run my business as well as manage employees and serve on countless community boards pushed me over the edge. My body simply quit, and the first of my autoimmune diseases attacked with a vengeance. I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis at age 37, and whatever time I may have had for social contact was now completely gone. My new life was filled with painful attacks, horrible fatigue, and everything else that goes along with RA. As my condition grew worse, and I also grew discouraged with the answers conventional medicine could provide, I realized this wasn't the place for me. They had acknowledged they couldn't cure RA, instead only mitigate the symptoms with drugs. So I left. I wanted more, but since my immune system was such a mess, it turned out RA wasn't the only disease I'd face. Over the next three decades, I would eventually totally recover from leukemia twice, hyperthyroidism, psoriasis, and finally, neutropenia, a devastating condition that can totally wipe out the immune system. This was a 30-year journey to heal from all of them, without pharmaceuticals and without conventional medicine. But it was that journey that provided valuable tools with which I would eventually build a base of friendships, the scope of which no one would have believed or imagined. To make a long story short, while I was trying to withstand the initial pain of the RA and searching for natural anti-inflammatories and pain meds, I had to deal with those symptoms with no tools at all. What I found was when my mind was very quiet, the pain was less severe. And when my mind was racing, the pain intensified. So I learned to have a quiet mind. In fact, a blank mind most of the time. I could function with a perfectly normal life just being in the moment without extraneous thought. It's when I was in that clear state that I noticed I could now hear the whispers. It was those whispers that connected me to the voices of the people on the other side who first came to me for help. And I spent several years transitioning spirits who were stuck and couldn't move on to where they needed to be. I instinctively knew how to help them and kept detailed records of their stories, which were fascinating. 
Being connected this time, and in this way, gave me another purpose. Then, a decade later, I began to hear more, and realized that souls who were happy in the afterlife were also reaching out to me. I was now beginning to realize that this life with which we're all blessed was rich with possibilities. And the little girl who once needed friends so desperately now had more than she could handle. I was overwhelmed and grateful. Since 2000, I've received between 350 and 400 lengthy messages from those on the other side, from friends and family who had passed, to angels and guides, even ascended masters and God. This connectedness has enriched my life in countless ways. But the most important connection and friendship was yet to emerge. In the summer of 2018, my son John died unexpectedly at age 48. It was a shock to everyone, including him. And only a few hours after John passed, he called out in confusion and fear. He had no idea what had happened. I heard every word of his struggle, and the only thing I could think about was trying to help him. I didn't think about being connected. I was still in shock myself. His call was one for help and ended up being the beginning, followed then by a visit from him and finally a solid connection of routine messages that continue to this day. Complete messages from my son with back and forth dialogue between us. I ask him questions and he answers. He reached out initially to make amends in areas where he caused me pain. And that process has helped his soul grow more quickly on its journey to perfection. He also brings me insight about transition and the afterlife. So this new relationship benefits us both. And isn't that what relationships and friendships are supposed to do? Be mutually rewarding. In fact, John and my relationship is actually much richer than it was when he was alive. Now with only a soul-to-soul connection, all of life's baggage drops away. No defensiveness, no anger, no stress or emotions. Only a complete understanding of the other person, unwavering support, and eternal love. It's because of my son that I wrote Hi Mama, It's Me, my latest book. This book explains how souls stay connected forever and the power of undying love. Now out of the closet, as a medium, many old and true friends have remained and are now my biggest supporters. They've also dropped all judgment about this new me. Midlife friends with whom I had a deep connection are also supporting my new life. New friends have also surfaced. I'm surrounded by by rich, valuable friendships on this earth, but also friendships across dimensions, almost too vast to count. The reason for sharing this story is to recognize the value of being connected, however that connection occurs. And in fact, now at 76, with a number of friends and family who've moved to the other side, It's joyful when some reach out to say hi. But regardless of their relationship to me, 
these souls all want me to share their wisdom in future books. This has been some journey, from the lonely only child who relished her friendships to a very senior me who discovered them a miraculous new group of friends, the most important being the new friendship with my son. Those added friendships are so vast and surprising that I can't help but feel surrounded by love every single day. And that love is impossible not to pass on to every single person I meet. Maybe that's what life is really about. Connecting has been the most valuable part of my life, and I hope my story has helped you recognize the true value of friendships and that you might be inspired to realize that even if a friend passes on their soul's journey, they really aren't that far away. Love and connections can absolutely last forever. We all have a story to share and a voice that is meant to be heard, and we want to share yours. For more information and to get involved, visit storiesofinspiringjoy.com. Stories of Inspiring Joy is a production of Seek the Joy Media and created by Sydney Weiss. You can find all episodes on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and if you like the show, hit subscribe, leave us a rating and review, and follow along on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're creating greater connection and community, one powerful story at a time.